Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Get the Job podcast sponsored by School for School Counselors. I'm Steph Johnson here this week to ask you a question. Do you remember when you were a young student, perhaps in high school or learning as a college undergrad, when you would cram for an exam or a quiz, memorize everything you could to try to ace the exam, and then got to the test and discovered that not a dang thing that you'd studied was on that test. (laughs) I'm laughing, my friends, because I've been there. Or maybe there were a few curveball questions about things you swore were never talked about in class, were never on the study guide, and you had the worst feeling, right? That worst sinking feeling like, ah, I can't believe I don't know this. Do you remember those days? Yeah. We're going to be talking about that today. We're talking about beware the question list. You know, the famous ASCA interview question list. We're going to be talking about why you should beware that question list and why question prepping doesn't work. It's going to blow your mind because there are so many so-called interview prep programs focused on this question list. And I'm telling you right now, if you're doing it that way, You're doing it flat wrong. But before we jump into that, I'd like to share a review that we received recently for the Get the Job podcast. And y'all, we are so, so grateful for your words of encouragement, your kind reviews. For little guys like us, it's what keeps this podcast going, and it just means the world to us. So thank you so much. If you haven't stopped to rate or review the podcast yet, please do that. Not only does it help us out, but you might get to hear me read one in a podcast episode. That's always pretty cool. Today, we're going to hear a review that's a little embarrassing to read. (laughs) I have to admit, but it was so kind and precious that I had to read it. And the reviewer's name is just a bunch of gibberish. So I'm just going to call you, I'm just going to call you gibberish. All right. (laughs) But their review is so cute and so sweet. It says, Stephanie Johnson is the goat of GTJ, get the job, and all things school counseling. Honestly, forget everyone else's advice or anti-advice and settle in with this. You came to the right place. And then we got a bunch of emojis. We got some heart hands. We got some praise hands. And we got a hundred. (laughs) So thank you so much for that. It just means so much. And that was so cute. So thanks again for that awesome, awesome review. All right, so jumping back into this issue with the ASCA interview question list. If you listen to the School for School Counselors podcast, you hear me talk about ASCA often. I am grateful for all of the work that they have done compiling all these resources and positions for school counselors. Our ethical code is fantastic. There are so many amazing things going on in there. But I also see some room where they may be needing a little bit of support. All right. So when I'm calling things out, I'm not calling them out because I don't like them or I think they're terrible. And that's actually exactly opposite of how I feel about them. But I do want to be real about the way some of these materials are being utilized. And this interview question list is one of those things. So back to our story, we were thinking about, you know, back in our test taking days that we were cramming, we were trying to learn all the things, we were studying the things on the study guide, and then we would get to the test and realize that what we thought we needed to know for the test 
wasn't exactly what we really needed to know, right? Think about how you felt in those moments when your heart dropped down in your stomach. You were probably super worried. You were probably very stressed, maybe even felt a little sick. And it became difficult to concentrate on the material that you actually did know because you felt so panicked. Do you remember those feelings? They're not fun. And I don't think I know anybody that would volunteer for an experience like that. But oddly enough, (laughs) that's exactly how most school counselors approach their job interviews. Oh my goodness, let that sink in for a minute. And this is no exaggeration, my friends. This is absolutely the truth. These folks are studying the almighty question list from the American School Counselor Association. They show up to just be themselves, right? And we talked about that in episode seven, why that one's a problem. And then they hope for the best. They've studied all these interview questions and they're just hoping against hope that one of those questions is going to make it into the interview and they're just going to dazzle their panel with that one response. There are some big problems with this approach. And if you run across any interview prep expert that tries to use the interview question list and getting you ready, run. Wait, no, don't, don't run. Sprint away as fast as you can. Like they're a bomb and they're about to go off. I mean, hightail it out of there. You do not want to be working with someone who relies on that interview question list for preparation as their sole mechanism. It is a terrible, terrible idea. And you're going to feel just like you felt in, you know, 10th grade history or 11th grade science class where you're just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to fail. And I haven't even started yet. My friends, I don't want you to feel like that, but I have to impress upon you why this question list is a bad idea. And so I'm going to walk you through my perception of that interview prep approach and why it doesn't work. Number one, and we talked about this in a past episode of this podcast, and I believe it was that episode number seven about just being yourself and why that doesn't work. That we have lots of different anxiety processes going on in the job interview at the same time. We have appearance anxiety, communication anxiety, social anxiety, behavioral anxiety, performance anxiety, and they're all just swirling around in this huge tornado of fear, right? Of intimidation, of hope that you're doing the right thing and worry that you're missing the mark. When you walk into a job interview and you're armed only with these pre-rehearsed responses to these questions, your anxiety is going to be sky high. It's just like studying the study guide, right? Maybe the teacher gave you 30 different questions that could be asked and they're going to ask eight of them on the quiz. And you've studied all 30. You've tried to cram all that information and knowledge into your brain in the hopes that you can remember it for one of the eight questions that's asked on the quiz. That's a lot of anxiety. Not to mention the sheer volume of responses that you're trying to archive in your brain that has limited cognitive processing ability anyway 
because your anxiety is so high. It's like this never-ending cycle. No wonder some of you get so stinking freaked out about your interviews. No offense, you're doing it to yourself. When we know better, we can do better. And there is a better way to prep for your interview than perpetuating this horrible anxiety cycle. I'll get to that in a minute. But I promise you, when you walk in with this interview question list as your main shield of armor, your anxiety processes are going to be exponentially greater. Second, it undermines your ability to manipulate information in the interview. I kind of alluded to this just a minute ago. Your cognitive processing abilities are a little bit impaired with all of the different things that are going on during a job interview. There is no one single right answer that we should be striving toward in any job interview question. And we see this a lot in social media. People will show up and say, hey, if somebody asks you this question in an interview, what would you say? What's the right answer? And then you'll get about 30 bajillion responses, and almost none of them are true to you in the way that you work in your philosophy and school counseling. Either that or it's going to be just another response that you're going to have to memorize, right? We have to be able to adapt our responses on the fly to customize as we discern that campus's needs during the interview. Now, this is something that we teach in our interview strategy. Basically, what we're doing is we're giving you enough brain space to be able to really listen to what your interviewers are telling you, to be able to really read between the lines through both the types of questions they're asking and their comments as they're talking to you to discern what the campus's needs are and then be able to adapt your responses to meet their need. Remember that a job interview isn't about you. A job interview is your opportunity to sell your skill set and your solutions to that campus. They're looking for somebody that can help them with their problem points. They're not looking for the best rehearsed answers. Or if they are, (laughs) you probably don't want to work there. Let's be real. You have to sell your assistance, not tell them how good you are. And there is no way to customize your responses if you don't have the bandwidth to be able to manipulate the information in your brain. If you're going in with purely pre-rehearsed responses, not only are you going to sound like everybody else that's sat in that chair, but you're also going to be boring as all get out. I promise you. The folks who can dazzle people in their interviews, the folks who can walk into an interview and just virtually know they're going to get a job offer out of it, are the people that can make this distinction. And all interview panels know that virtually every person that goes and sits in that chair to speak to them has considered how to, you know, amp up their resume, how to make their achievements look a little bit bigger than maybe they really are, right? How to inflate their presentation, how to really prove their greatness. So when you walk in an interview and you have pre-rehearsed responses designed to do that, you're going to lose them. They're not interested in that. 
They're interested in how are you going to help them? What are you going to bring to the table? How are you going to make life easier on their campus? So break the paradigm. Stop memorizing answers to this question list in hopes that your interviewers are going to use it. And instead, use reasoning, use adaptability, use insight to truly answer the questions honestly. Third, and this point is closely related to the second, I almost made them the same thing, but I think this sort of bears a statement in its own right, that memorizing answers displaces strategy, but it also keeps you thinking inside the box instead of outside. There are so many times that I've sat and interviewed candidates and thought, oh my goodness, if I didn't see a different face and a different name at the top of the resume, I'd swear this is the same person I talked to 30 minutes ago. That happens a lot. And you cannot afford to be that person. We talk a lot and get the job about first impressions, about how to really nail that first three to five minutes of the interview so that you are an honest contender, so that you're creating a bias in your interviewer's mind that you're the one that needs to be hired. Part of that is thinking outside the box, not walking in with a presentation like everybody else. And then fourth, <laughs> this is kind of a side note, and it's, it's going to sound persnickety. I hope it isn't, but this is a really sore spot with me because We have a lot of people in our world who are trying to give interview advice who really aren't super knowledgeable about the advice they're giving, right? They're just regurgitating what they've been told over and over. They're sharing their own experiences in interview settings, but they haven't really gone much further beyond that. And I'll be real, many of these interview advisors are legends in their own minds, right? They truly believe that they have the answers for you. But the sad part is they haven't put a lot of effort into uncovering the research behind it. They haven't done a lot of work in assimilating information to create new approaches, new strategies, new ways of interviewing backed by research. As I'm recording this episode, the Super Bowl is about to start here in just a few minutes, like legitimately in a few minutes. And it makes me think about that. It makes me think about, do you want a coach that preps you for the Super Bowl by just handing you a playbook and saying, good luck? Or do you want to be able to maneuver and execute within those plays? Do you want someone to be able to teach you how to move within those restrictions? You have to use that playbook, or in our case, the question list as a guide for execution, but not the Bible, right? You start out with one play, the other team does something unexpected. You've got to be able to adapt and execute. This is what separates great coaches from armchair quarterbacks, right? Those who are leading and advising through their own very limited experiences. Versus those who've actually gotten in there, tested the plays with tons of players. They've played lots of games with lots of teams, and they know that not every game is played the same. You've got to have a coach with some agility, 
And you've got to have someone who can inspire that same agility, that same responsiveness, that same presence of mind in you. So my friends, the interview game is not a question list game. If you truly want to go in and knock them dead, if you truly want to go in and win the game, you're going to have to put a little more into it. We teach a customized, personalized interview strategy in our Get the Job program. There is no one else anywhere teaching this strategy. We've tested it with hundreds of school counselors, and we have found it is successful, it is effective, and it significantly decreases stress levels in the interview setting. It is based on research, and it's available anytime you want it. Schoolforschoolcounselors.com slash get the job. It's all there for you. All the questions are there to be answered. Anything that you could wonder about this program, we've tried to answer on that webpage. And if we haven't done a good job of it, you can send me an email or you can send me a message in our School for School Counselors Facebook group, and I'll be glad to answer any question that you have. I want you to be a discerning consumer. I know there are so many people out there claiming that they have the answers when they really don't. And so put us through our paces, put us to the test and make us prove that we know what we're talking about. We're happy to do that. And we actually welcome the challenge. So if you are going to be interviewing this year, if you don't want to be relying blindly on this interview question list as your only strategy, if you don't want to be in the middle of the interview going, ah, dang, I wish that I had studied that question. I have no idea what to say. I'm feeling like a you know deer in headlights, your heart stops and you don't know what to do. Let's avoid that. Let's completely avoid that situation. Come with us, learn the interview strategy that virtually guarantees an answer to any interview question you could be asked. And let's work together to get you the job. All right, my friends, so go find that interview question list, put it in the shredder. You can always print out a copy later if you need one. (laughs) But in the meantime, get rid of that thing. Quit rehearsing your responses verbatim and come join us. Come join us and get the job. Come join in the mock interviews with us. They're a heck of a lot of fun. And learn this strategy. Reduce your stress and walk into your interview feeling like a boss. All right, that's all I have for you this week. Keep listening. We're going to be back soon with another episode of the Get the Job podcast. Until then, have the best week. Take care. Did you enjoy this podcast episode? If so, leave a review. Thank you.